boom, we are here. We are back with the new show in LA. I told you guys I would be back every single week, and I am back again. New week, new new show in LA. Uh, got my man Cameron Buford, uh, LA News reporter uh, of the LA Observer, I believe it is. Um, he'll come in in a quick second, talk Clippers, but. Today's episode will be mainly focused on the Clippers' struggles as of recently. They are 4-6 and six in their last 10 games. They did right the ship uh, versus the Mavericks recently. But I see a, this team and I see a lot of cause for concern, a lot of reason that these guys should be potentially worried. So I will, in a very, very quick moment, bring in my man Cam Buford. But first off, I want to say thank you. Make sure that if you're watching this or you're listening to this on the podcast version, you uh, do us a huge favor and you hit the like button as well as your comment and you subscribe. We will be here talking Clippers basketball for the next 30 minutes. So let's go ahead and let's hop into it. Cam, welcome to the program. How you doing today, sir? Hey. How you doing, man? I'm How you doing feeling? Well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Is, I can this hear you on? Is this my, I'm doing well. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Doing, I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having yeah. me. No problem. Anytime, anytime. Thank you for coming through. Cam also is a member of the H&B Media team. Make sure you go and you check out his uh, San Diego's Chargers content on uh, YouTube.com slash H&B Media TV. Uh, we still wait on that voice to the fans podcast from Cam. But when will, when is that coming to them? When, that, <laughs> the, the when pod, is that the coming? Podcast, we waiting. The, we the waiting. Podcast crack, the podcast cracks every Wednesday, man. You can find it at iHeartRadio, Spotify, Tuned In, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. But I do, I need, when we get it together, it's going to be live on H&B Media. So we need to sit down, kind of connect and link and talk about that over your strawberry latte coffee from Starbucks. I'm crying. That's hilarious. But but <laughs> you can always feel free. Come by the new HB Media Studios or HB Media slash Slick Podcast Room at uh Slick Um Studios. Shout out to Baron Davis and Slick Studios. We have a podcast room in there now where we can pretty much do whatever we want, be creative in there. Shout out uh to Baron Davis for incubating that for us. We definitely appreciate it. So, Cam, what I want to get from you for about a minute or so. Talk to me about how you feel specifically about what's been going on with the Clippers this year, or at least over the past three weeks through this skid that they've been having. And are you worried? That's really what I want to know from you. Wow. Are you worried? Let me know. So I, I tried to get you co to commit earlier, in, uh, about a month or two ago. You said you're not, you're non-committal. You're not committing. A couple other cats said they're not committing because they, they put their name on the line last year and they didn't come through this season. As of the last two weeks, yes, I'm concerned. I'm concerned for a couple of reasons. Um, I, although I love the atmosphere that Ty Lewis created, the guys seem much more relaxed this season. That's a good thing and a bad thing because I don't know that the sense of urgency is there for the team as a whole. I'm concerned about the leadership in I don't know if we talked about this specifically, but we definitely talked about this on the Voice of the Fans podcast. Kawhi's leadership abilities have me concerned. He's not a vocal leader. He's not a leader that will get in the guy's ass when they need to. And when I asked him the other day about the, who brings the energy to the team if Patrick Beverly isn't there, and he just says everyone, everyone should do that. Well, my follow-up question, you know, might have got me uh, froze from the media uh, pool, but my follow-up question was going to be, well, isn't that you, your job as a leader? Shouldn't you be doing that? But it turned around as like, you know, Kawhi, I, I try to allude to that, but he really didn't buy it. That's my concern is he leads by example, but you do that with veterans. 
and you do that with veterans who know the way. I don't think Paul George knows the way. I don't think Lou Williams knows the way. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Marcus Morris knows the way. But when I say that, I think Marcus Morris, the, the switch, and we'll probably get into this a little earlier, Ty Lue made the switch of putting Ivisa Zubac in the starting lineup. You know I've been an advocate for Ivisa over the last few weeks, or for the last season. I've been an advocate for Ivisa Zubac, and he put Marcus Morris in the lineup. Marcus brings that toughness. Now, I don't know if that was to kind of get um, – to put scare in Luca, because you know what happened in the playoffs after <laughs> Marcus whacked him over the head in the playoffs. Luca was a little shaky right from then on. So I don't know if that was a he put him in the lineup to shake up Luca a little bit, but whatever that th- that worked last that worked in the last game, and Marcus came off what he had fourteen points if I remember correctly, looking a lot a lot more comfortable. So that's I'm. Am I worried to answer your question? Yes. Do I need to see some more? Yes. But with the, the changes that I saw um, from Ty Lu, he made the other day, um, I like those changes. Let's see how long that rides. Ibaka coming off the bench, I'm not mad at. Batum coming off the bench, I'm not mad at. I think Batum, as you know, I'll say it again, I think Batum was the best signing free agent in the offseason. So having his veteran leadership, having his um, the skills he brings to that, solidifies that second that second team i'm not mad at that so him and paul or uh, him and uh, lou williams can work together him and um ibaka can work together i'm not mad at that lineup what do you think are, are you even more more are you even more concerned or has your concern eased a little bit yeah all right sorry my my connection went bad for a second so i had to go and fix it so i should Man, be get back. your shit together over there get oh, your that- shit together. Is what it is. Sometimes yeah, the Wi-Fi yeah. messed up, but yeah, yeah. I agree with everything you said. I think that I think he did try to, you know, do something different. With, you know, you know, with Marcus trying to help, you know, have him shake up Luca. But I I agree. I'm worried too, and I'm worried simply for the fact that there is no dog on this team anymore. And at least that you could get mad at Trez for being overly, but every night there was a dog on the floor, and he played almost every single night um so let's yeah. see so let's see we got some comments in here clippers nation thank you guys appreciate you mars um big cam what's up they said what's talk it? about reggie jackson not doing his best for real and they said he said terrence Mann is doing better than him yes but that's the problem you have reggie jackson and terrence Mann as your two point guards or your two main guards off the bench lou will this year i actually do want to pull up um on the clippers basketball reference stats because i was looking at these earlier and I and that is really what got me worried because if you look at the team last year versus the team this year, and I'm hold on, give me one second. I'm about to share my window so that way everybody can see it. You look at the team last year versus this year, completely different thing, man. It's 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 been kind of uh uh uh, uh, uh ridiculous. So let's go ahead. This is this year. Look at this points per game. Five guys averaging double figures, but Lou Will is averaging 12 points a game. Taking 10 shots a game. Last year, let's look at it. Point per game, sorry. Points per game last year, they had five guys in double digits. But Lou Will was averaging 18.2 points per game. I mm. don't necessarily know. Mm. That's a big drop. I, yes, a huge drop. That's a, I mean, That's his, a huge his, drop. His career's average is only 14. I, I thought his career average would be higher than but that. But he's also taking four less shots a game this year. 
Ooh, that's that's odd. Well, come on, Lou. Lou hasn't Lou been out, but he's been slow, and he started the season slow. He's mm-hmm. only had real. He's only had a real couple of big games, but mm-hmm. quietly, um, Lou would be on the trading blocks, bro. Lou, Lou, Lou would be on the trading. I mean, blocks. did you see what he put on Instagram? No, I didn't actually. He put on Instagram. Somebody was like, "Hey, uh, um, Lou will trade rooms." He said, "The Clippers are my last stop." Oh, I did see that. I, I, I did see that. So what do you think about that? Do you think that I mean, do you believe him or do you think he's just talking trash? I, I think he's talking trash, man. We send it and we package him and I think I did the um the trade the the trade block what's the trade machine? Mm-hmm. Him and Kaga uh Fee, Kegabelli. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. He and Fee, he and Fee, we can get Rondo. He for him and Fee, we can get Rondo. And okay. Rondo isn't. I mean, Rondo he can go and retire and yeah. Ron, right. He's he's back home. He, yeah, he's he can enjoy them. He can enjoy them wings now. He, he's not going to be mad at that. You, you, we, now you try to trade him to you know Orlando, Toronto, or yeah. to Milwaukee, he, to Minnesota. He's probably not going to be happy with that. I, I, you I mean, Milwaukee, he might be because he said he want to win a championship. I don't think he's well, going to win a championship as a Los Angeles Clipper, personally. Well, well, I don't think he's gonna win in Milwaukee either. But I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I I think if you you send him home to Atlanta, I mean he can't he can't really be mad at that. He finished off at home. He gets a chance to play for the hometown Hawks a little bit. Play with Trey. Yeah. So I, I don't think he could be mad at that. However, I think you can get Rondo. What is Rondo doing in Atlanta? I don't think he's getting much time at all, is he? Uh, no, he's not getting much time. But honestly, he hasn't been getting much time because he's been injured and in and out of the lineup. So. He, I mean, come on, three point nine, three point five assists. I mean, he's looking, he's looking for a way out. Yeah, he, you know, he he's looking for a way out. So let's go save him. Let's go save Rondo. That's what they need. I, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. They need a table setter. They need. They don't need a scoring point guard. They mm-hmm. don't need Rondo to put up eighteen points a game. They need Rondo to get Kawhi the ball at the post position or at the L, so Kawhi can turn and go up over somebody, turn, mm-hmm. shake somebody, and take them to the hoop. The same with Paul George. Get Paul George the ball in his spots. Okay, Paul, you didn't like what Doc, how Doc was using you. We've seen what you're doing this season. You have a much more turn, many more turnovers than you had in your career. Yeah. Um, you, you're not, your assist, your assist hasn't been what they need to be for a premier ball handler. So, okay, you're our, sco- you're our scorer now, Paul. You're a shooter. You, we're going to get you the ball in your shooting rotation, coming off screens, uh, coming off pin downs. We're going to get you going to the hoop. That's how we're going to utilize you, Paul, and just be our scorer, buddy. Let's take the playmaking off your hands. And I think yeah, that but would... Paul is only taking – he's taking only .3 more shots than he took last year. In low-key, his point per game was higher um, earlier in the season. He had 22.9 now. He's not well, even shooting that well. Again, is he doing it? Does he have too much on his plate? The reason, the reason I just back up to last season, I've been saying they need a point guard. Lou Williams, Lou Williams can get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard uh, uh, the ball in their shooting Mm -hmm. position. Paul George can get Lou Williams and Kawhi Leonard in in the ball in their uh, shooting Mm -hmm. position. Kawhi Leonard could do the same. He can get these guys the ball in their shooting Mm -hmm. position, but is that what they're best at? Is that what he's best at? No, it's not. All three Mm -hmm. of them, that's not their forte if you will yeah they need somebody to help them get easier shots i mean that's the best way i can say the, mm-hmm. the most simplest way i can say it can say it they need somebody to help them get easy buckets right mm-hmm. now they i think the guys work too hard for their buckets if mm-hmm. the if the jumpers aren't falling the the uh ball moving offense that they're using if those jumpers aren't falling they're in trouble and they're when those jumpers don't fall they have a um 
Miles Leonard dealt to OKC for his, after his marks. So he they sent Miles Leonard to OKC. <laughs> yeah, that I is hilarious. Got, that is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah that's but, funny. Um, back to what I was saying. They need a table setter. They need a guy mm-hmm. who to help them get easy shots, and that that's what I don't think they have. That's what I don't think is going on. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll see if they can if they fix that up. Now, yeah. The, what do you think? How did you like? I, I really liked the the move of adding uh, Marcus Morris to the lineup. Again, I don't know if this is just for the Dallas uh, situation. I'd like to see it go further. I'd like to see this into the next couple weeks because they do have they have the Hawks. Who do they got? They got the Hawks and somebody else. A little warm up game um, later next week before they see before they get some tough matches. They have the up. Hawks. They have the Hornets. They have the Hornets who are not an easy matchup. They, honestly, they're gonna lose to the Hornets. They're going to lose to the Hornets, beat the Hawks. They're going to lose to the Spurs. They're going to beat the Spurs the next time they they play. They got a back-to-back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they'll they'll beat the 76ers when they play them because I think that they got to beat them for for just pure, you know, bragging rights with Doc. Well, they better hope and beat ain't back. <laughs> you know, as much as yeah. I like, and lo- much as I like Ibo- uh, uh, Ivisa Zubac, they better hope Embiid ain't back because <laughs> Embiid's gonna come ready to ready to play. Um, but yeah, they, that'll be an emotion. That'll be an emotional game. I wonder how what Ty's emotions will be like, and that's a, hopefully something I can ask him then. Uh, what is your emotions gonna be like when you do play? Um, when you yeah. go to Philadelphia, actually, yeah. and and see your and see your boss. So you got the Spurs beating them, huh? Well, no, well, no, well, no. The, the Clippers Spurs are. Game. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The 76ers are coming to LA. Oh, is it? I'm looking at. It yeah, the Clippers that. play. Okay. The Clippers play the 76ers in LA on March 27th. Then the Bucks right. on March 29th. Then the Magic on March 30th. Then the Nuggets on April 1st. Then the Lakers on April 4th. The the I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Clippers have a, like a crazy like they, date they game homestand. Yeah, yeah, nine games actually. Yeah, yeah, nine they games. play everybody. I cannot wait for those games. Me and Pavy definitely gonna be arguing about who, who you know, you know, who gonna take those games. <laughs> right. Although, I although I am doing this Lakers game this year because I let Pavy do the Lakers game. But I mean, you got all, two. All of them. You got. Two, there's two Lakers games. There's yeah. one at the end of. The yeah, season. he gonna do the one at the end of the season because I didn't okay. get to do the. I didn't get to do the one last year, and I've never seen LeBron play in person. Oh wow! Wow. He's okay. LeBron is the only LeBron. And I think Harden at this point are the only two players that I've never seen play in person. Really, you didn't see Harden in, in the NBA? No, with Houston in no, because I will let I will let I will let Pavy go to the games because Pavy loves the rock. I seen the first time I seen LeBron play in person. I pay. I, I bought a ticket uh-huh. for they played the um, his first year with the Heat. Mm-hmm. They played the Lakers. The mm-hmm. Lakers really weren't good. They had yeah. Co- it was a Kobe LeBron matchup, obviously Sunday. Yeah, but. Uh, LeBron and D Wade. Oh my goodness. That yeah. was that first year that it was the first year in Miami. Although they went ahead and lost a lost in that championship year, their defense was exquisite, man. That's when LeBron was really playing D. He was playing yeah, pass. Yeah, that's he was when he was that's when he was squad up on you and, yeah, and you yeah. would get you could either get your ass ripped up yeah. or you throw the wrong pass. That's that's a yeah. uh yeah, they, know, you know what I mean? They're going the other way. Yeah, yeah. That, that was it was uh it, it was it was pretty impressive. I mean, see, seeing LeBron is pretty impressive. I mean, you, you just realize how big he is in person when you actually yeah. see how big he is in person, uh-huh. and then you see how nimble he is on the, on the court. But we're mm-hmm. not talking about the Lakers. Yeah, we're yeah, not talking yeah, about yeah, the Lakers yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, um, but also that move for OKC trading for Myers Leonard is actually crazy because Myers Leonard just bought a seven million dollar house in Miami. But it's also uh-huh. funny uh-huh. as well because he was expecting a big contract this season. But it's right. also funny as well because 
Ariza was a guy that is on a trade market that a lot of people thought was going to wind up going to the Lakers or to a team in the West. So him being off the board and going to a team in the East is perfect for a team like the Clippers because you don't have to worry about him potentially being a thorn in your side because I think a lot of people um, have been waiting on him to kind of free up because some team wants to use him as like a sixth or seventh man. Um, and I think, uh, you know, you know, he's a guy that I could randomly see giving Kawhi or PG some trouble in a game for some reason. You're like, why are you letting Trevor Reza give you some trouble in 2021? So that's an interesting trade. But I think the Clippers, I still think they need to make a trade, but it kind of is what it is. Let's actually talk about some adjustments. What adjustments do you think Ty Lue needs to make? Personally, I think Ty Lue... I like the adjustment of Marcus Morris starting, but I don't think it's going to be good enough. I don't understand why they just don't play Zubak and Ibaka. Like, mm. I like, like Kawhi then has to play out of position because whoever is playing at the four can't really guard the other team's four that well. So he winds up having to cover the four. If you just put Zubak and Ibaka yeah, on the Ibaka floor to start there. the game, stagger Zubak's minutes with the bench more, then that's fine. Like, you can even just fucking leave Zubak in damn near the whole first quarter or, 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 or you know what I mean, and stagger him with Lou so that way they can run the pick and roll. I just don't understand why Evisa Zubak, a guy who I thought had baby Mark Gasol potential, and I would see him in practice last year shooting threes and trying mid-range jumpers and stuff, why instead of trying to extend his range and extend his game and, and grow and develop his game, you bench him and then give him bench minutes when he has essentially been a starter for two years and he hasn't played badly to me. He you. hasn't been I'm well coached you. over the past couple of years. I'm, I'm with you. Well, so I, I, that's just my personal opinion. What do you think? I don't think he's been given the legitimate opportunities. Yes. It's easy to see that, okay, we got the big, jolly, happy-go-lucky kid over here. You know who he reminds me of? Maria Vadiva. For the Sparks, he kind of, sort of, yeah. Not as good on offense, but Maria yeah. Vadiva, where I, you know, me and Pavy been saying for a couple of years, they need to get Candace out of here so Maria can do her yeah, thing. Kishan, but then Kishan, even yeah. last year, she got benched in the playoffs, didn't she? Or, or Maria, she didn't play that much. So, yeah, I, I think I, yeah. I, I think he's been overlooked. I think I, yeah. I, I'm a Ivisa Zuba fan. I said to you the other day we were talking, and you're putting these trades together and trying to get him out of here. You're saying he's mm -hmm. he's the one who can you can probably get the most value for, which makes sense. But I, I think quietly. He's, I don't understand what Magic what Magic didn't see in the kid. I don't know why he wanted to get why he traded he him saw, for a bag of peanuts. What he saw was the the potential to get LeBron. I mean, how was is Zubac in, in the way because, there? Because Zubac because Zoo was up for a contract. Oh, he was up for it. That's right. That's right. So, he, he so they would have to pay him, which he probably right. would have only got like twenty million. But that's twenty million in cap when you're trying yeah. to get LeBron, eighty yeah, and yeah, Kawhi yeah. in your in your future plans. So okay. it's kind of like whatever. And okay. also, didn't they trade him for like some picks or something? They didn't trade. They traded him for Muscala. Oh, who then, who then they turned okay. around and traded and sent to Detroit, Detroit or Houston, one of the two. Detroit or Houston, I can't remember exactly okay. where. But okay. yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It was not much because Muscala wasn't even playing. He wasn't even mm -hmm. in rotation for the Clippers. Yeah. But uh, but nonetheless, I think they're overlooking Zubac, and I think it's easy to overlook Zubac. So I wanted. I was going to mention maybe they were starting. Um, Ibaka uh -huh. at the five saying, 
and that was okay. We traded you. We know you're a veteran player. Yeah. We out of out of reverence, they were starting yeah. him out of reverence. Now they made that trade. Mm-hmm. Ibaka coming off the bench. I want, like I said, I want to see how this trade looks moving down the line, or how that particular move looks moving down the line when they play the Hornets, when they play the Hawks, when they play the Spurs. I mean, because uh, the Spurs, by the way, did they get rid of your boy yet, Aldridge? Did you? Get oh, oh yes, of- oh yes. By the way, <laughs> fans said, why don't they get Lamarcus Aldridge? What do you think no, about that? Come on. They man, say you could play him at the four. Come on. Stop it. I'm no. <laughs> that would be that would be my opinion. My, <laughs> that would be my opinion. Because they don't here's why. They don't have a, a point guard to get Lamarca Joshua the ball. If they had a point guard, if they had a, somebody who can penetrate and dish, yeah. like seriously penetrate and dish, and then get Lamarcus the ball, yeah. who can, where he can shoot the ball from the outside, yes. But they got so they already got Ibaka who shoots from the outside. They don't need another big man who can't rebound, and that's a that's a um, that's a Aldridge in my opinion. So yeah. they got they got yeah. they got, uh, got Patum, they got Morris, they got Ibaka, all who's big guys who shoot jumpers. They don't mm-hmm. need another one of those guys. If anything, they need another um, somebody who get, who crash the boards. If he could crash the boards, that would help. But he don't crash the boards. We already know that. So yeah, football access wants us. I mean, wants to know what do we think about George Hill? I honestly go get him. He can't hurt. He's much better than Reggie Jackson. Lie so to do, me and tell do, me that he's do, not better than Reggie Jackson. He's about he's to say that, 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 that. That's a that's a that's a wash. That's a wash. That's a wash. Oh. I actually like George. I actually like Reggie Jackson's scoring ability more. George, really? is not, George is not that much more consistent from the three. He's not. He's not that consistent from three pointer. I, I think Reggie's more consistent from the three pointer. Um, uh, so no, I I, okay. I understand why. It, it depends. Who am I giving up? Am I giving up uh, Lou Williams and who? Cabin George Gelly? Hill. No, Cabin honestly, Gelly? honestly, I trade you. Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Reggie Jackson? Like I'm saying, he's... And a second-round pick. Thank you. Everyone is better than Reggie. And I feel <laughs> bad because I feel like I've been singling him out, but I haven't been singling him out. It's just that he's not that great. Oh, this is a trade that I am actually very interested in trying to see if we can make. Let's Ooh. see. Let's see. Let's see. Are you in a trade machine? Let me look. I'm trying to pull up Reggie Jackson right now. And Let's see. Pull up the reference. trade machine. Pull up the trade machine. Let's see. Hmm. Ricky Rubio would not be that bad. What team is Ricky Rubio on? The Timberwolves? He's, he's a, yeah, he's in Minnesota. I, I said Ricky Rubio two years ago. They need a pass first point guard. He's exact. He's the exact clone of the point guard. If I can't get a Rondo, I go to Rubio. Somebody Let's see. Who, who does, who's right. not a pass first point guard. You don't need a pass first point guard. I mean, you don't need a, a scoring point guard. You need somebody who's pass first mentality. All they're going to do is bring it up court. Because you got Kawhi, you got Paul George to do your scoring for you. Um, if you keep end up keeping Lou Williams that's another score you have for you. But everybody mm-hmm. else can get buckets for you. From Marcus Morris to Ibaka to Zubac, getting the ball in the right place. I like how Zubac has even gotten stronger down down low this season. Mm-hmm. He's he's getting more he's getting more dunks. All right, so, cool. So I got the trade I got the trade machine up right here. Let's see if we can make this happen for the Clippers. Um so we got Ricky Rubio being traded to the Clippers. He makes 17 million dollars a year. All right, how about this? I'm going to give you him, and let's see what picks they got. They got a pick. i give you him, and I'll give you Portland's second round, unprotected. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry, unprotected. Let's see. Uh, trade it to the Timberwolves. Let's see. Let's try that. 
for, nope. for Reggie? Uh, for Reggie? Reggie make two? Or, hold on, wait a minute. That's a lot of money. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, let's see. Reggie Jackson. No, dang. Reggie don't make enough money. Actually, how about this? Let's do it. And then you can low-key dump that Luke Kennard salary with this trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There you. that's a guy. <laughs> that's a guy. What about this? Play. What about this trade? I mean, if you're the Timberwolves, is this a bad trade for you? You get you get a guy that can and Pat Bev that can come off the bench with um, um when D'Lo comes back, you get Luke Kennard, bench player shooter. You can you can maybe and you still have Beasley on your team starting. Um, you add some defense, some shooting fans. What do y'all think? No, what do y'all think about the trade? Go ahead, finish it. Uh, but I mean, but yeah, I think I think for the Clippers, it's crazy that this project to add three wins, but like. I mean, yeah, but Ricky Ruby, I think, would be the guy for them to want to get it. So, um, uh, Rick, somebody said Patrick is injured, so it won't go through. He's not that injured. He's not that injured. Pat isn't. Pat isn't majorly injured, right? He always is out for some. They they're resting a lot of these guys, bro. They're, they're, yeah, they're I, resting. I, I would go do ahead. that one right there. I would do that. Pat Bev, Pat Bev, and and um, I would do that trade right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you're getting you're getting what you need in the point guard. Again, Ricky Rubio. Um, He's a veteran point guard. He knows he did. I don't. I don't. Let's not act like he's Magic Johnson. But he oh, gives yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. He, he gives the Clippers what they need and a ball handler who can get these guys the ball in their shooting rotation and kind of a, a table setter. And then quietly, he, he's a little bit. He's not bad on on the shooting. His shooting has improved over the years, as you might expect. Mm -hmm. So my question to you, and I guess kind of one of my last questions to you before we get ready to get out of here, is. Um, if this doesn't work out this year, who do you think will wind up shouldering the brunt of the blame? And if they do shoulder the brunt of the blame, do you think that one of them is gone? Paul or Kawhi? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To? yeah. I, I don't I don't because expect, Kawhi's contract ends at the end of the season. I don't I don't expect Kawhi to leave. I don't I don't win or lose, I don't expect him to leave. Um he 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 went the long route to get here. He shunned he shunned the Spurs, obviously. Like I said, um, he kind of the Lakers up. He, he stood the Lakers up. He kind of gave the 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 uh, Raptors a cold shoulder after winning. Like they did, they opened the they gave they opened up the country to him. Yeah. So he kind of he did a lot to get here. For him to leave um, again, going to where? Where's he going to go? To Lakers? Where's he going to go? To the to the Nets, to the Knicks, where where's he going to go? Now he becomes a mercenary. Now he becomes a guy who's just uh, searching for championships. Where he had a good situation uh, that he left initially in in San Antonio, like obviously, uh, not really. We see what the Spurs are without him. Whoa, I think dude, he was kind of on a hardened path. What do you mean? What, what do you mean without him? He's a superstar now. He they groomed him to be kind of the guy to take over the to be the next guy in transition. Yeah, and but he don't want to play under under the thumb of Pop. Okay, you see what they are without him. No, though. but that's a good. That was a good situation. What I'm saying, they, they groomed they yeah. groomed him to be the Spurs. Yeah, to, to be this generation of Spurs. Maybe that was the problem. Well, I mean, whatever, whatever it is. If he didn't want to be there, he didn't like the culture. He he didn't like the medical because they. they oh yeah, uh, they definitely were. He thought they were mis. He thought the well. There were reports that he thought that they mismanaged his injury. Yeah, and then he didn't. It came down to the guy saying, 
you know, the, the veterans were saying, well, I, that's not injury isn't so bad. I, uh, particularly the point guard Tony Parker. I no, could have yeah, I, 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 I played. Um, I played two weeks after the same injury. So okay, everybody burnt the bridges. But those guys are gone now. He was the guy to take over for the Spurs. That wasn't no question about that. Um, but I don't expect him to leave because this is a situation. If he goes somewhere else, then it's going to be well, Kawhi, you couldn't win in LA. LA rolled out the red carpet for you. You couldn't win in LA. What are you? And we're seeing now his, his deficiencies as a leader. We're seeing his deficiency. He's a hooper. He's not really a leader. And that's one of the things I learned from last year. We're thinking he, that lead by example is going to drag his team along. And that's yeah. one thing we're seeing this year. The lead by example, it works for some. It doesn't work for everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cam, move your mic a little bit off your um hoodie. Yeah. 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 Because it was, it was making static. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't have to hold it. It was just like brushing up against your, your yeah. You're fine now. Go ahead. Okay. But that lead, that lead by example, um, you need in the NBA, you need to be a vocal leader. You need to be yeah. able to, you need to be able to can't command the attention. You need to um you need to lead these guys. As I mm-hmm. was trying to ask him the other day, you need to if Pat Beverly, your energy, your spirit, your passion isn't there, that needs to be you doing that. Mm-hmm. When I somebody asked the questions, I what mean you, I would yeah, I would have been okay. Even even I'm sick of Paul George saying it's on me. I gotta do better. We gotta do better. Even, yeah, it's like said, it's not all on you, bro. Well, no. If he said it's if he if Kawhi Leonard came out and said it's all on me, that's on me. I gotta do better than that. I would have took that answer from him. Mm-hmm. Um, in that situation of at bringing the passion, bringing yeah. the energy. He said, no, it's not everybody. Everybody has to do that. Well, bro, yeah, everybody's like, not yeah. doing that. Everybody's yeah. not doing that. And Clearly, you're the leader. You're the leader. You're, yeah, you're, you or know, supposed you, to be the leader. That's what I'm saying. You got to, that's supposed to be your job. Yeah, your thing bro. brushing up against your thing. Again, that, that's supposed bad. to be, your, that's supposed to be your job. So yeah. I was a little disappointed in that. So I don't think, I don't expect him to leave I, because mm-hmm. I think um, it would be a bad look on him. I mean, that's what I think. I just, yeah. as a former player, as a as a leader of the team, you you li- you leave the team. You make sure that they traded all these guys to get to get you what you wanted in Paul George. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't work out, and you just burst in two years. No, nah, I, I think these guys got to stick and stay and, and make it work. And I think they can. I think they're good enough to to make it work. Mm-hmm. Paul George is Paul George the right Batman. That that would be a question. Well, no, it's the right Robin. The, right that, now, he, right now, the problem is they want him to be Batman in terms of being a playmaker, and yeah. he's not a playmaker. We were having this argument with Baron Davis about Kawhi, and he's saying Kawhi was a play. It's a playmaker, but he's not a good playmaker. Kawhi is not a playmaker. Kawhi is a scorer. Yeah, and, yeah. So I agree it's with like that. you know what I mean. I, I agree with that. Baron Baron was a I, I don't know. He was stuck in his player mode the other night because he was, he, he, was. he called he called um what's your boy uh, Kyle Lowry a um, a playmaker? Did he call? Uh, him? No, 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 no. He said that he wasn't a playmaker. He said he was a uh, scoring guard. No, I don't see I don't see that him as a scoring guard either. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, no, me wrong. He's averaged twenty and seven, but Lowry is still a playmaking guard first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I Kimba mean, he, is a scoring guard. Kyrie is a scoring guard. Exactly. Lowry exactly. is a distributor who can get his and who shoots a very high efficient clip from the three point line. That's why he does what he does. He, he was he was scoring off of what everybody else does because yeah. because they packed down on on Ibaka or uh, Kawhi. Then he was like, okay, I'm open. Let me take the shot. I can take the shot. You got to leave me open. I'm gonna hit it. Um, mm-hmm. That's how he was. That's how he was scoring. So it was. I was. I checked that out a little bit. Um, 
uh, yeah, Baron was a little off that night. I don't know. If, I don't know if he was, you guys gave him too many hoops before the yeah. brews. I mean, too many brews before the hoops. So I don't know nah, what, what nah, happened. There. Nah, we was recording that in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> recording that in broad daylight. No, um, so back to, yeah, back to ahead, your question. Back to your question. I don't think I don't think Kawhi leaves. I think it would be a bad look if Kawhi left. Um, deciding whether Paul George is, is the right Robin for you, that may be mm-hmm. a tougher question or decision. Mm-hmm. And do these guys? I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to know how. Do, if let's just say the season ends similar to the fashion as it did last year. Mm-hmm. At that time, I guess you're going to have to burn the bridges with one of them. Paul George would be the one who to take the to take that to take that hit because I'm not getting rid of Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi's and, better. Yeah, Kawhi's and, better. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi's better, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep keep Kawhi longer um, mm-hmm. in that situation. So Paul George would be the one to kind of take that hit, and obviously we we'll, we can work it out. Let's see who mm-hmm. we can get for uh who we can get for Paul George and kind of make that work. I mean, I don't. How much does Terrence Mann develop? I know you guys aren't a, a, you're not a fan of Terrence Mann. How much can he develop? You're and, trying to win a championship, can. I get you. I get you. But you're what trying you, to win from, a ring, from, bro. From what you have on your team, from what this team is, I mean, he's he's a young guy who brings the energy every night. You don't have to question his effort. He is a skill there all the way. No, it's not. But you, he, you don't have, you don't question his effort on the court. And how much can you get out of him later down in the season? That was that's yeah. where I was getting later in the season. How much can you count on that kid? Um, if Paul George is going to falter as he has. Yeah, That's I mean, I, I'm not upset at that thinking or that thought process. I just don't believe that. I don't believe trusting a kid to win you a ring is the thing to do, period. Unless that kid is an extraordinary talent like a Luka Doncic, a Magic Johnson, a LeBron James, a Michael Jordan, a LaMelo Ball. If he was LaMelo Ball. No, if he was LaMelo, if he was LaMelo Ball, the Clippers would be my favorite to win a championship. They right, got everything nah, they need. I'm not they got everything I'm they not, need. Not, they have everything not, they would need. They I'm got not, a score. They got a playmaker. I'm they got a guy who can get them 10 rebounds if they need it on any given night. They got a guy that can give them 10 assists on any given night. And he hustled. He will dive out of the bounce. I mean, I mean, out of out of bounds for for loose balls. He can't play a lick of defense. But yeah, PG yeah. and Kawhi out there, figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Figure I, I it out. To, I can't wait to see him play in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he played LeBron tonight or something like that. That's gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be a good yeah. game. I can't, yep. I can't wait to see him get down. Um, for sure, for sure. But, but all right, man. Let, let's, uh, let's wrap let's, this up. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead. Let's get ready to get out of here. Thank you, fans, for watching the new show in LA. As always, it's your boy TPJ. Uh, my big homie Cam Buford. Go ahead, talk to the people. Let him. I'm sorry. Let them know where they can find you at. Follow me. What's good in sports on Twitter? Voice of Fan on YouTube. Voice of Fans podcast. Check that out. Will be coming soon to HMB Media. Look for Voice of the Fans podcast coming soon to HMB Media. Right now, you can find it on Spotify, tuned in, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any podcast platform that you want. Again, I'm on What's Good in Sport on in Twitter. Voice of Fans on Instagram, and then I'll, I'll be around. I'll let your boy. All righty, Cam. Thank you for coming through the program. Appreciate you. All right, fans. Thank you for tuning into the new show in LA. I appreciate you guys. I will be back next Wednesday at 11 or 11.30 Pacific Standard Time slash 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. We are going to start making Wednesdays the brand new day for H&B Media content, as well as this Friday, we have an amazing show starring WNBA player Lexi Brown. Uh, It is her new digital talk show. We're going to have the hottest entertainers, the hottest basketball players, the hottest hoopers, WNBA hoopers, NBA hoopers, 
basketball hoopers, former hoopers. We're going to have models. We're going to have everybody come through, talk on the Just Call Me show with Lexi Brown, including you guys. It's a live call-in show where you get to call in and talk to Lexi Brown live on air about whatever topic she's currently talking about. So make sure you guys uh, check that out this Friday, coming to HB Media TV. We just dropped the press release. As always, if you're watching, please drop a like on the video. If you're watching, drop a like on the video. If you're listening, repost it on SoundCloud. Or if you're on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, drop a like on that thing as well. I appreciate you guys. It's been your boy TPJ with The New Show in LA. Make sure you follow us as well at New Show in LA on Twitter and HB Media TV on Twitter. Until next time, I'll get up with you guys later. It's been your boy TPJ. Peace out.